0: is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined, as always, by the Montreal Screwjob himself, Brendan Coleman. Wow. We haven't forgotten. (laughs) None of us have forgotten what you did. You gotta have a short memory in this game. You play to win the game. I'm gonna put... My differences aside for a minute, for the good of the show, and uh, let's let's get back to where we were uh, last week. We were talking about basketball. That's really big of you to hey, you know what? Our differences aside, I, I uh, I'm, I'm willing to work with you for the sake of the show. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so the Cavs clinched the first spot in the conference championships. Swept the Raptors. Raptors were number one seed. Cavs were number four. But I think we know. Surprising really. nobody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know they they put the calves on the ropes last round against the Pacers, right? Yep. Get yeah, people to sure. maybe think, oh, they might lose, right? They Had it made it, it a little year. dramatic, yeah. But dominant performance this time around. Where do you think they're going with this? <laughs> um, I know exactly where they're going with this, <laughs> and you know, let's talk about the sweep of the Raptors. LeBron is not going to drop three games and take it to a game seven in the first round without getting built back up pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. It's going to get his win back and more, and the Raptors are the ones that have to do the job for him. That's rough. That's Canada common. deserves a winner. <laughs> <laughs> nope. This is the same thing that's going to happen <laughs> to the Quebecers. Oh, man. <laughs> Just you wait. So uh, Cavs-Celtics or Cavs? Sixers. Oh, it's going to be Cavs-Celtics, like we talked about last week. Yeah. The NBA, as we mentioned before, is possibly the most stubborn promotion in American sports entertainment. Yeah. And it's supposed to be Cavs-Celtics. It was supposed to be Cavs-Celtics when the season first started. Actually, during the offseason last year, you know, Kyrie Irving goes over there, sets up a little bit of a, a showdown between LeBron and Kyrie, you know, kind of a long time coming. Of course, he gets hurt. Not even going to happen. That's not going to change the NBA's plans, though. We're just going to get a Irvingless Celtics. Because they've got some other young stars there. Yeah. Do you think the injury changed their plans? Do you think, in the other way, like, do you think there was any chance they were going to win with a healthy Kyrie? Are you asking me <laughs> if with a healthy Kyrie Irving, the Celtics were going to beat the Cavaliers? That is, is what I'm, I'm asking. LeBron James Cavaliers. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. (laughs) They can't do it every year, right? That's what I keep asking. (laughs) Can they do it every year? Well, maybe the Western Conference will bail us out this year. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sure. It's the Rockets Mm -hmm. and the Warriors. Yeah. I feel like I've seen this one, too. (laughs) Hey, the Rockets are better now. Yeah, they are. They got to lure LeBron in.
1: (laughs) They do that by
0: beating him this year. Oh, okay. So it's Houston, Cleveland. The Rockets win. So LeBron pulls a Coleman and joins the enemy. I call that a Durant, actually. Okay. (laughs) Canada never beat me at anything. Canada never beat anyone at anything. Ask the Raptors. (laughs) Drake is somewhere quietly sobbing right now. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I'm asking anyone and everyone that is listening to my voice right now. What is the point of a fourth go around between the Warriors and the Cavs? What else do we have to say about this? What else does the NBA have to say? What is the story they're trying to tell at this point? It's been lost in the arms race that was... You know, the storyline last season, right? With, as you mentioned, Durant and everything. Because the Warriors have, you know, one of the greatest regular seasons of all time. Only get put down. So they got to come back. They got to ratchet it all up. But at this point, they got their comeuppance. They won the third go around. So why is there a fourth? Because LeBron needs to win again? (laughs) It could be that. Or it could be they need someone believable to beat LeBron. So he leaves town again. Sure. So because he just just been he he can't consistently beat the Warriors with the Cavs Mm -hmm. that he goes elsewhere. Yep, I guess. But couldn't they accomplish that without having to go all the way to the finals? Can't they do that with the Celtics beating him? I mean, you would think that makes more sense. Couldn't they do that with the Pacers beating him? (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I know. Raptors. Now that's just talking crazy. I think you might see him in Toronto next season. (laughs) Uh, okay, whatever you say <laughs> Canada has a way of luring you in Have you been? <laughs> I have not no. I have not been to Canada Maybe that's your problem <laughs> I guess so, I know you found it quite lovely A little too <laughs> lovely What's in the water up there? No answer So speaking of the Quebecers and XFL related news let's, let's talk XFL Let's do it One of the big stories in both worlds of football, XFL and NFL, is that Des Bryant has not signed with an NFL team. And a lot of the world is saying, well, why? What's wrong with Des Bryant? Who, why, why is there no more interest? How can he ha- have not signed with a team yet, right? Sure. But we know the answer. Yeah. yeah he's under contract. <laughs> We've got his rights. You got his rights. <laughs> Sure, Really, really early on, you got this right. (laughs) At a very opportune moment in the draft, the rattlesnakes secured the rights to Des Bryant's contract. I can't believe I'm the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) And so that answers any questions that anyone may have right now about why an NFL team has not. They're mired in paperwork. I have already been receiving requests from NFL teams to sit down and talk and see if we can hash something out here. Because Des Bryant... And the Rattlesnakes and whatever NFL suitor are all going to have to come to an agreement to allow Dez to play in another league until the XFL starts its first season. Have you gotten any offers from AF? I've not gotten any offers from AF. And I'm not surprised because they're kind of a D league. They're a real D <laughs> league. <laughs> and uh, speaking of AF, they did announce another team. They went with Memphis, which was not even on our radar. No. Yeah. For good reason. You know what? Charlie Ebersall is a piece of crap. (laughs) To quote the great Vince McMahon. (laughs) But, hey, I mean, they're they're chugging forward. You gotta admit, the Memphis Alliance is a pretty cool name. Yeah, I've heard it before, actually. Yeah. Other cities. (laughs) Something like Orlando Alliance? Yeah. Those names don't even sound cool. They don't sound cool at all. In case you missed the sarcasm in our voices, those are lame names. And the same name, and also the same name. Every team this week on the Alliance of Football, the Alliance take on the Alliance. I've always been a big Alliance fan. Yeah, hey, it's a great way to sell merch, or yeah. is it a terrible way? Yeah. You buy one, you can root for every team. That's true. Are the colors different? I don't know. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give them something. Yeah, one team always wears white. One team always wears red. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> anyway, Des Bryant, we're wading through it. We're f- trying to figure it out. But until everyone can come to an agreement, you're not going to see him sign with a team in the NFL. And it's going to be for, if I were the Rattlesnakes GM, which I am, I bet it was a one-year deal because then you're going to need Des in training camp and you're going to need Des fresh f- for the start of the XFL season. So that's that. Yeah. Uh, we do have some other news in the XFL. A lot of word going around about coaches. Now that they've got players, they need to instill that uh coach. I hear the Blockbusters had their coach ahead of time. Yeah. Well, That's... we speculated about yeah. it. Yeah. Confirmed. It is indeed a Rex Ryan-led Blockbusters. And they tipped their hand when they picked Mark Sanchez. <laughs> kind of saw that coming. Yeah. But there you go. No surprise. No. I did receive an email from the Anonymous Apex GM this week. Really? Yeah, they they had a signing to announce. Uh, let me pull it up here. They said that they wanted to announce the signing of, and I believe I'm quoting here, based on the spelling, mm-hmm. Jack Del Rio! Wow. There's about six exclamation points, <laughs> four R's and seven I's. I can't count the number of O's because they're too close together. Yeah but it's a lot. It's at least ten. I think you nailed it. So I think I nailed it. Yeah. Um, So there you go. Jack Del Rio is now the coach in St. Louis. I also signed my coach. Did you really? Well, this is big. We haven't signed a deal yet, but I'm targeting one guy and one guy only. Okay. Okay. Got a short list. Short list. With my star quarterback, I need somebody who can run a high octane offense. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm going with Hugh Jackson. I got some bad news for you, buddy. What? Did you get him? I did not get him. Oh, and not for lack of trying. Obviously, we did our research. We kicked the tires on Hugh. But the Browns have Hugh locked into an ironclad contract. I don't know if you're what? aware of that. He's still there? He's still there. And he shows no signs of leaving. <laughs> what? The 1 in 1 in 31 is locked in for several more years. I was certain he was available. <laughs> you would think that, wouldn't you? But, hey, the Browns have been making big moves. That's true. You know? Making million-dollar moves? They're making million-dollar moves. They're making it rain. Mostly in the same fashion that they've made it rain in the past. <laughs> New names, though. <laughs> New names. Similar now story. Big Money Baker. What's is that his name? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Okay. I tried it out. Yeah. 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 Sure. We'll, we'll find something that fits. First of all, Baker Mayfield doesn't sound like an NFL quarterback. Sounds like a coal miner <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. They took Baker Mayfield number one overall. We I know we discussed the draft a little bit last week, mm-hmm. but I feel like we need to pay a little special attention to what's going on in Browntown. Maybe not call it that. <laughs> they, they like it there. Oh, okay. <laughs> After you go 0-16, you know exactly <laughs> where you sit. He went downtown to Browntown. <laughs> they took Baker Mayfield first, which I highly criticize them for. Because I feel like you could have got him at four. Do you see any of the other two teams picking... Mayfield, if he doesn't go first, uh, I mean, doesn't that seem like a Jets kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. If he was their guy, they had to take him. Yeah, that's. You could true. argue, obviously, they could wait till four, maybe get Josh Rosen, but whatever. Right, you sure, know, whatever. Yeah, um, a lot of guys available. Yeah, but you know what? Last week I said this was a good pick for them. They need big names, and they got the big name. You're right. But Saquon Barkley is a big name too and not picking him kills our super team. That's true. We no longer have Saquon Barkley back there. We don't have ODB as a, an extra weapon because that rumor has been squashed. Yeah, the dream was Barkley won trade number 4 for Beckham. <laughs> and you're set. And you're set up. So no one can miss the the obvious uh, similarities to their, their first round draft picks this year and their first round bet draft picks a couple years ago. That's true. The short quarterback, the corner, same first round. Yep. Both, you know, no longer in the league now. <laughs> That's true. They kind of botched that spot. And they just <laughs> running it they're back. They're just doing than, a do-over. Rather than <laughs> letting it go, moving on to the next thing. They wanted Instead to try again. learning their lesson, they're like, you know what? It's gonna work this time. Yeah. They're really throwing Manzel under the bus here. I feel like I'm blaming him for it. <laughs> yeah, it was all Johnny's fault. He's better off in San Diego now, anyway. That's true. He's happy there. Yeah, I want to know who the extreme we're gonna get to coach him, but I guess they're not ready to reveal that yet. We'll have right. to get in touch a lot, with a them. lot of interviews happening there. Yeah. No, I mean it's a it's a big position, and uh, when you've got Manzel, you want to get the right coach, someone that's gonna keep him yeah, on and- track. Come on, Hugh Jackson would have been great to pair with him. You don't let a guy like Hugh Jackson walk out the door, okay? (laughs) That's true. You keep him for the long haul. He knows what he's doing. Trust me. He's got Belichick power there. He does, somehow. (laughs) He's like the reverse Belichick. (laughs) And speaking of Belichick, this guy's name popped up in the news this week for all the weird reasons. Apparently, Bill Belichick has been... Nominated to President Donald Trump's sports council. Excuse me. Yep, that's that's a real headline. <laughs> First of all, what does the sports council do? I have no idea. <laughs> and is Bill Belichick really the right guy for it? Uh yeah. Nice charismatic guy like that. I <laughs> think great. Can really command a room. <laughs> yeah. A known orator. Great Great at at giving a speech. He always dresses for the occasion. Yep, yep. Really built in the same mold as the president. (laughs) I cannot believe that. It's a headline that I never thought I would read. It's a headline that makes you wonder why the NFL, who has to have something to do with this, wants to keep going in the direction of the controversial political storylines that they seem to be not shying away (laughs) from. The fans are going to love this one, guys. Despite the continuous fan backlash, I might add, they're, they're forging ahead with this. And why? They have plenty of ways to get themselves in the news. They're the NFL. Yeah. They don't <laughs> need the, the president to help them out here. No. They tried that last year, and it was a disaster. Well, you know what? I think he needs them more than they need him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But I feel like Bill Belichick is going to need help in that position as well. Who else is on the sports council? Do we know? I think we can come up with some educated guesses. (laughs) Sure. I think we could appoint some of our own, frankly. Let's hear it. Well, you got to believe that the sports council is going to cover and be responsible for a wide array of topics in the sports entertainment world, right? Sure. That makes sense. If it's anything like the rest of the bureaucracy in Washington, we're going to have committees on subcommittees on, you know, special interest groups. So I nominate, let's see, Belichick is head of the sports council. So Alex Rodriguez will be his subcommittee uh, chairman on doping. I like it. I think think, uh, you know, he's a guy that can represent that well. Yeah, yeah, he, he fits right in there Right? Yeah How about this? Let's let's leave the, sp- the sports council for now Sure right? Walking away Yep, we can get back there later if you want But bullying is a big problem in our country How about Richie Incognito as the spokesman for the national anti-bullying campaign? Hey, you know what? Great pick Thank you, thank you I think he'll make a real difference <laughs> and while we're nominating chairman for different councils let's think about the most divisive issues in our country right now okay i think we need someone to tackle this race relations issue that that america's facing you know in sports we can all come together as one people a fan and a player and everyone can compete but for some reason in real life you know out in the world there's all this hate for each other but I can think of the perfect guy to bridge that divide. And I am nominating Dan Snyder as the chairman for the Race Relations Council. Great pick. You need someone who's sensitive to these topics mm-hmm. to handle. Them. I can't think of anyone more qualified. Protesters clash in the streets. Law enforcement is under siege. Tensions are about to boil over and Colin Kaepernick is kneeling. America needs a man who doesn't listen to his critics. Shouldn't he though? A man who gets white to the issue. Did you say white to the issue? A man like Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington Redskins and your new chairman for race relations in America. That doesn't sound right. While Colin Kaepernick kneels on the job, Dan Snyder is standing up! And whether you are red, white, or blue... I think you're missing some colors. Dan Snyder is standing up for you! Please sit down. Paid for by the Dan Snyder for GOP Racist Relations Council. Dan Snyder approves this message. Last week, we revealed that we had a world-exclusive announcement from the Commissioner of Baseball, Rob Manfred, to reveal on the show this week. At the time, we did not have the details. We just know that he contacted us. He said, I've got a big announcement. I want you guys to make it. He's a big fan of the show. Obviously. And that he would he would send us more details later. Well, word broke earlier today that the MLB is going to have not one, but two All-Star games this season. First time in history. They're going to have the regular All-Star game, which features... Players voted in by a variety of sources based on their performance from each of the 30 MLB clubs that play in a game, you know, mostly for funsies. There is also going to be a second all-star game composed of all of the strongest, fastest, and overall greatest baseball players of all time in what Rob called the enhanced all-star game. I love it. I am excited. I am overjoyed. And this is the best part. He told us that we are the captains and we're picking the teams for him. Oh yeah. Now obviously we've got a ton of questions and we're not going to be able to get to them all. But luckily for a few minutes, we have the pleasure of speaking to Mr. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball. Rob, I know you're a busy guy, but thank you so much and welcome to the show. I have to say I'm uh, tremendously honored. Hey, and we wish you could have made it out to the studio to make this uh, whole announcement in person, so I didn't have to do it. I agree. It's not a very satisfactory form of uh, interaction at a time like this. Well, that's okay. Thanks for taking the time to give us a quick call anyway. And I know you only got a couple minutes, so I'm just going to jump right into it. The big question. Why did you decide to have two All-Star games and... How do you think that this enhanced all star game will impact you know the integrity of the product? I have to acknowledge that um performance enhancing the all star game would be really good for the business um and you know our all star game it really is the best of the all star games yeah, right? and we need to make sure that that game continues to be a really compelling entertainment product, and on the integrity issues uh yeah, I know they're going to use, and that's how it should be. It's their game. Interesting take. Sure, yeah, that's <laughs> fair, I think. Uh, so we know uh, one of your quests as commissioner is to enhance uh, baseball's entertainment value. Do you think this is a step in that direction? We are looking more broadly um, and in more depth than I think ever for the sport that make the entertainment product more compelling. Compelling, particularly from a broadcast perspective, and uh, I think you need to be realistic about um, the need to use performance-enhancing drugs to keep your your sport popular. Now, the trick there, the trick there, I think, is appropriate regulation. Absolutely, I agree. I feel like that opens up a lot more questions, and we just don't have the time for that now. And I get that you're busy. We're gonna have to let you go, Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Baseball. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, thank you. We'll talk more to you later. See you, Rob. So that's it. There's gonna be two All Star games, back to back, and now we're in charge of booking one of them. It's a dream come true. But we gotta get to work. We're gonna have to start next week. Uh, I want to to say right now that while I dominated you in the XFL draft, I'm willing to take it easy on you this time around. I'm not gonna pull any punches. So I'd say bring your A game. If I must. Next week, the road to the enhanced All Star game begins right here on Uncovering Sports. I felt like a, one of those game shows where you try to give a hint, but you can't say a word. <laughs> I was like, "What the?" Fuck?